Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Toast to the Art Show. Every third Saturday, we get excited to chat with Victoria Chick. Uh, she is an amazing artist. She's a contemporary figurative artist, uh, not only just an artist, but an early uh, 19th and 20th century print collector. And she's based in Silver City, New Mexico, which is an awesome art destination. Uh, so many galleries, studios, art events. And it is, it's, not, it's based in the southwest corner of the state, of the land of enchantment. And it's also the gateway community to the Gila Cliff Dwellings National Monument, the Gila Wilderness Area. So definitely a place to put on your travel list if you travel uh, in the Southwest. And I encourage you to go to Victoria's website. It's victoriachick.com. Uh, one thing also about Victoria is that her and a team of awesome people, this is because it's an awesome project. So I'm going to use that word awesome quite a bit. They are working on developing the Southwest Regional Museum of Art and Art Center in Silver City. That's just that final cornerstone that is really needed to be placed to make this the ultimate uh, you know, art destination. If you're an art community, you've got to have that fine art uh, museum. So we're excited about the work they're doing. We're going to be doing some shows just on what's happening in the development. So stay tuned for that. But today she is joining us to talk about presidential portraits, uh, especially in the National Portrait Gallery. And I was telling her earlier, I didn't even know we had a uh, portrait gallery. So our article about this is on blendradioandtv.com. You can see the link in the show notes. Uh, from there, you'll be able to see some of the images we talk about. So welcome back, Victoria. How are you doing? Thank you, Lisa. Oh, I'm glad to be back. I was I, I was uh, amazed yesterday because we had a blizzard here, which I have not seen since in the 18 years I've been in New Mexico. But the sun is out today, and we're enjoying it uh, to the to the fullest. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Enjoy that because I know our weather is going to change where we are up in North Carolina. I know we're we've had some warm temperatures that we were very excited about, but it's going to swap over. So. I'm just saying thanks for sending us that that storm. It's coming. It's on its way now. So, Anytime. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, this is exciting. We, I can't wait to talk about the museum down the road. Um, I know so many things are happening. So we've got to do some shows as soon as you guys are all ready. But presidential portraits. So here it is, this National Portrait Gallery. So that kind of ties in with the importance of these museums and, and places. And I didn't know that we had a National Portrait Gallery, but some of these paintings are also in other uh, galleries and museums across the country, right? Right, right. I, you know, I have heard of it, but I had never, I have never visited it. And I never really thought about it, actually, because when somebody says, let's go look at a, uh, a museum full of portraits, I don't know I, if I'm interested in that, because that might I, my conception, my uh, portraits, is that they're they're going to all look basically the same. And when I really started looking about looking into this topic, and looked up the National Portrait Gallery, I was really amazed, and I and I was sorry that I'd never seen it yet. So I've got to make I've got to make it a, a point to visit the National Portrait Gallery. Um, if you, if you're like me and you think portraits are all the same. Uh, you will be 
mazed because they're not all the same. And uh, there are many, many ways of doing portraits that um, most people don't even know about. Yeah, this is interesting looking at them because, you know, you were talking about you've got oil paintings, there's sculpture, clay. Uh, of course, there's, you know, photography, but there's caricatures too, which yeah. that's my favorite. Um, <laughs> you know, Nancy was saying that too, and Nancy would normally be here, um, but just we're, we're dividing and conquering as we do all these new radio shows. So everyone check out our new platform at bigblendradio.com. Sorry, I had to throw a plug in there. So I just had to, we're doing a whole bunch of new things. Um, but I, I think that um, is really, you know, just interesting about, I mean, some are doing, we're back to the egg tempera that we were talking about the other, yes. one, one of our last interviews, we were talking about artists using egg tempera. And um, one, I think it was Lyndon Johnson uh, was egg tempera on a wood panel. But before we get into that part, <laughs> yeah. I want to say. Yes. Yeah, that was, that was done, you know, I, I, that, that particular portrait was done by Peter Hurd, who was a, a New Mexican artist, I'll, I'll point out. Um, and he was, he was very famous. He, he studied with um, Andrew Wyeth. And oh, wow. He married Andrew Wyeth's daughter, was one of the things. But he was very um, much noted for his, his work in egg tempera. And he liked that medium because it gave him the, the ability to do great detail. Well, there's an interesting story about um, him painting Lyndon Johnson. Um, Lyndon Johnson did not want to waste time, in his, in his opinion, sitting for a portrait. And so he, he very begrudgingly, and we've talked about how tedious egg temper is and how slow it is to, to develop a painting in it. Well, Lyndon Johnson gave him one sitting, and it oh, was wow. less than an hour. And then he wouldn't sit anymore. So, of course, he did sketches and so forth. Uh, but he had to rely on photographs to, to, to complete the portrait. Well, I don't know whether it was, it was exaggerated or not. But, but as I said, Hurd was noted for his detail. Well, he made a very detailed portrait of, of Johnson that showed up all of, all of the flaws uh, of his features. Uh, and his skin. And so when it was done, it, it, it was a nice, it was like a three-quarter portrait and it showed the capital in the background and this, you know, a lot of sky and stuff. And it was, it was a nice, it was a well-done portrait. But when Johnson saw it, he said, that's the ugliest thing I have ever seen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and he refused to accept it. So um, there were some other portraits done of Johnson, but anyway, that particular painting was eventually given to the National Portrait Gallery because, because the first one would have hung in the White House. Wow. But so, that, that Johnson because, didn't because like the, it. The White House also has a collection of portraits of the, oh. of the but, but it's, it's probably not as complete as the one at the National Portrait Gallery. So, mm -hmm. um, so that was, a, that's the story on that one. Um, and the, the, one, the one stipulation about that was that he had to wait until after Johnson died for it to be, to, for it to be exhibited. Oh, I don't know because... if that was Peter Hurd's, I don't know if that was Peter Hurd's stipulation or if it was uh, President Johnson's stipulation. Wow, I have no idea. And I, I, you know, Peter Hurd, I, I know you've talked about him on the show. I know we've, we've discussed him. 
um, on the show before, Peter Hurd. And isn't there a Hurd Gallery? Oh, I'm thinking of the one in Scotts, um, Prescott, maybe. Hurd Museum, maybe that's what I'm thinking. But um, I wonder about that if the artist is like, listen, I painted this. Like, you know how we talk about public art? How, you know, it's like once an artist is commissioned and says it's what they're going to do, it's like whether you like it or not. Remember, there was the one artist you were talking about with the big sculpture <laughs> and people complained about how they had to oh, walk yes. around it. Well, it's yes. kind of like that in a way. This is kind of a form of public art in a way when you yeah. look at it, you know. Yeah. So um, that's that's fascinating to me about Johnson. Uh, you know, you didn't give the guy the time, but at the same time, he, you know, he had stuff he was doing. Uh, Johnson was busy, you know, but um, I wanted to go to not only just is it egg temper or is it oil painting that, you know, all these different forms or caricatures, but also, you know, when we think about portraits, some things I, I think about those those portraits where here I am, here's my headshot, basically. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, I'm always regal, or there could be the family one, and don't get me started on the Arnold Feeney uh, wedding portrait again that from last month. Everyone, you've still got to, if you haven't heard that yet, you need to go back and check it out. Uh, the Arnold Feeney, I'm, Nancy and I still see stuff in there. That's just like one of the trippiest paintings we've ever talked about. But, you know, there's just the posing and how you capture things. You know, it's like when someone wants a like a dog portrait, a horse portrait, do you have the dog or horse just sit and stare at you? Or are you doing, is the portrait of them moving around and doing things, right? So I want to go to Teddy Roosevelt. Because this one, and John Singer Sargent, uh, the, the, the artist, I've heard of him too. He's pretty famous, isn't he? Or, or is it, oh, yes. I'm hearing yes. it from you. It's, it's, it's all your fault that I recognize these names, you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Um, well, you know, here you have, if, 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 if you think about portraiture, going to have your picture taken, let's say. And you're going, you're going in cold turkey to a portrait artist, usually a photographer, and you don't know them, and he doesn't know you. So, um, and you you want to be there because that's that's why you went in to have your picture taken. But when when in a, in a uh, situation like a presidential portrait, a lot of times the presidents were shy about having their picture painted. Or they were they couldn't they were a busy man and they felt they couldn't give her that much time. Um, so there was very little time for the for the person who was going to do the painting to develop a rapport between him and the sitter. So it was it was um, that the portrait painter had to be kind of intuitive, I think, to to pick up the personality of the of the president and how that president um, wanted to be seen, how, how you, this artist was gonna, gonna show him in his best light. And sometimes that worked and sometimes it didn't. And in the case of Theodore Roosevelt, who thought, you know, he was a, a very active man. He, was, he considered himself to be a very masculine kind of man. And um, into, being rugged, let's just say. Mm -hmm. So, so he had a painting done, and uh, I can't remember who the artist was, but Roosevelt's family said that's not going to work because he's making made you look like a cat that's mewing, that's and funny. so he rejected that that 
supposedly official portrait. He rejected it completely, and he contacted John Singer Sargent, who was a very famous painter at that time, and still is. Um, so John Singer Sargent followed him around the White House, trying to trying to adjust, you know, to see what the light was like in various places, and what the background would be like in various places. And so they were, they were going wandering all over the White House and, and Sergeant was uh, sketching all the time, but uh, Roosevelt was getting pretty impatient and excused him. He said, you don't, you, you don't, have, a, you don't have a clue as what you what you're looking for. And so Sergeant kind of didn't like that. And so he, he fired a, a, a kind of a sarcastic comment after that saying that Roosevelt didn't, didn't have a clue as to what the uh, artist needed to do the portrait. So they weren't really getting along. And, and at one point, uh, there's a recording, of, a historical recording of uh, a, a, a incident where he was going, he was being sketched. He, Roosevelt was walking ahead of him very fast and reached the staircase first and put his hand on the balustrade to, to go as if to go up. And um, anyway, he said, you don't know what, you don't know what I need. And basically the artist said, and so Roosevelt with his hand still on the baluster swirled around and said, oh, don't I, you know? So that, and that was the pose that, because he was, he was angry when he turned around and he looked pretty aggressive. And which is how he wanted to look, really. So at that point, uh, or at that moment, uh, Sergeant realized that that was the perfect pose. And so Roosevelt uh, got, his, got his portrait uh, officially uh, done after that using that pose. So, well, you know, that's because he was known, you know, he was a bully with the, you know, with the, the big stick, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. he was. Bully, bully was his one of his favorite uh, phrases to use, and that he meant he would mean he meant it was good, it was strong, and it was good. So um, anyway, that portrait, that portrait is a really interesting one, I think. I I think it's good, and even you know I was looking at the, you know one of Lyndon Johnson uh, by Peter Hurd, and I I don't see anything wrong with it. And what I think is interesting <laughs> about this is we're looking at the it, it's kind of like where the right brain and the left brain work, they yeah. connect. It's, if you, if you, there's some, if you look online, look at, look up the National Gallery and look portraits of Lyndon Johnson, you'll see a number of them. And you'll see the ones that Johnson liked, plus this one that he didn't like. And um, I think, I think this is a great painting. Yeah. Yeah. Johnson didn't like it because he, did, he doesn't look glamorous in, in any way in that painting. He looks strong, I think. Uh, as yeah, a, I think so. As the president should. But um, anyway, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who well, knows I think Bill Clinton's one. Now, that's interesting because it gets into digital art. So we're now showing the time, sign of the times, yes. which was interesting. But I mean, that's that's a... Yeah, I think you say in the article that it's nine by seven feet, so best to see from a distance. So even when we're looking at it on our computers or phones, we're not right. getting the full effect, you know? 
Right, right. You have to be back from, from that kind of painting, back probably 15 or 20 feet to really see it as a, as a portrait of Clinton. Because if you're up too close, all you're seeing is these, these is bunch of color. It doesn't make sense when you're up close. You know, that's so interesting how art has morphed, you know? Yeah. And, and how now we have things that are paintings that you can only see online. You know, yes. all of this kind of, it's just a whole... It's a whole new world, you know, and so that's part of art history is like, oh, what did we have way back when yeah. we had temp egg tempera. Now we still use it once in a while. And if someone does, it's like, oh, my God, stop everything. Somebody used egg tempera. Meantime, <laughs> around the corner, we're doing everything digital. But this was still a painting. It was it's like a painting merged with digital art at the same time. Yes. Yeah. And, it, and of course, interesting. it really it wasn't was it was when computers were first being commonly used. So he's use, using that pixel type of arrangement to, but it's not, it's not really pixels, it's not really pixels. And so he's he's influenced by the digital art, but uh, but it's, he's not really using it. And then you come up even closer in time uh, to a to a portrait we that I was I did discuss in the article, and that is uh, the artists, there's a, a recent presidents who are actually having their official portrait painted, uh, or not painted, their official portrait done with with digital uh, with digital cameras and then inkjet printed. I mean, so so that's a, that's very um, very recent technology, and. Um, I, I was really surprised when I saw it because, like I said, when I when I heard about the National Portrait Gallery, I sort of expected it's going to be all headshots and and all oil paintings, and it certainly isn't that way. Wow, that's it's that's. I mean, you had to have fun doing this because there's there's some quirky stories here. Like that's yeah. what's so cool about this. So John John uh, John F Kennedy JFK. Um, so now we get into uh, Elaine de Kooning, another artist I've heard of. Yes. And that was kind of a different, that to me was different because he's sitting, you know, he's a little more relaxed, but it's also got, you know, the color work and the brush strokes. I would not have expected that art at that, but maybe at that time, you know, what, I mean, you, you understand the abstract art far more than I do. Um, but it, I just wouldn't have, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I wouldn't expect it. I mean, we just like the digital art is also yeah. kind of um, abstract to me. Um, but I would you have thought a presidential portrait would have abstract? I'm not saying it's wrong or not good. I just it's just well, interesting. You know, the Kennedys were a a a modern couple. I I don't know, but what they weren't maybe the first couple in the White House that you consider. You know. Um, Modern, our age, exactly. But um, but they were interested in in all of, all the arts. They 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 were interested in music. They were interested in theater. They were interested in uh, opera. They were interested in visual art. And they were they were uh, well acquainted with a lot of the contemporary artists that were uh, working at the time. And so and the, I think this one is interesting because of the fact that Elaine de Kooning, who was chosen by them to do this painting, um, was never never considered herself a portrait artist. 
she was an expressive artist. She, she, in fact, she was married to Jackson Pollock. So we've that's talked right. about that. That's why I know her name. That's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And good. She does. She doesn't. She unfortunately she was married to him because he was too famous, and it put her in, in uh, as good as she was. It put her always kind of in the shadow of Jackson Pollock. But um, but for, she was selected by the Kennedys to do this official portrait, and she spent a year doing different different portraits of him. Uh, somewhere she was, he was sitting. Somewhere, somewhere she did sketches and and uh, worked from them later. Um, her brushwork is very typical of expressive brushwork, and so is her color. Because we, we in an official portrait, you probably wouldn't expect to see the president as paint painted in green, <laughs> but or have brushstrokes over his face, or yeah. you know, kind of yeah, so over she, him. So she's using a typical uh, expressionist approach to painting him. And it's for a pretty big painting, too. Um, yeah, I agree. There are, some of the other portraits, presidential portraits, have been large, too. So that, that isn't um, that, that uh, new. But um, she took advantage of, of using a large canvas. Now, she, she had this enormous studio that she worked in. And I, you can see a picture, you may be able to see a picture of it if you look online uh, under Elaine de Kooning and Elaine de Kooning, President Kennedy. And you will see, probably see a picture of her working on in her studio on these portraits. She's got many of them lined up, many. That's and so one of them that, that's, one of them that she worked on besides the one that's in the National Gallery that is in the article was a nine foot tall portrait of president and that now hangs uh in the truman library oh well, you know nancy and i have to go there because it's on the jefferson highway yes. the truman library in independence missouri uh we're, we're gonna have to do that i think this year or we'll just we'll just have that to the list okay you know, we'll do as best we can but um you know i want to go to gerald ford uh, the the clay caricature See, seriously, I love, he, he just, he looks so happy. Yeah. I just want to, I want to pinch his cheeks, you know, <laughs> I, I really do. And, you know, it's so interesting. We saw a really good sculpture of his wife. Um, he has a museum in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. And we saw a really good sculpture of his wife and she's looking out and um, it, it just, yeah, I have to send you that photo because it, I don't know. I love those sculptures, the bronze, you know, yes. just, there's just something. I think when you have to take color away and work with one medium, it's, it, there's this extra challenge to it. You know yes. what I mean? And maybe that comes in on the glazing. Oh, there's another topic for us, Victoria. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Work, working in one color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, because really, when you think about it, even right. with the clay character of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a challenge. <coughs> um, the one, the the, the uh, clay sculpture that you're talking about uh, hangs on a wall, <laughs> and I don't know uh, if everybody today that's alive today knows who Patrick Oliphant is, because um, he's he's no longer living. But he was a political cartoonist, and he used to, I mean, you used to see Oliphant cart- political cartoon. 
cartoons and in all the big newspapers, you know, every week, um, he would have some, some biting comment via a cartoon. And um, a lot of the presidents really appreciated Patrick Oliphant. And, and now that I think of it, um, President Truman really liked Patrick Oliphant because Patrick Oliphant had probably had Democrat tendencies. And so Truman had, has had, or at the time I was in the Truman Library anyway, um, there were all kinds of Patrick Oliphant cartoons uh, displayed. So it was, neat. it was neat. But but he, I, I he, as I say, he was he had Democrat leanings, and so his his caricature of Gerald Ford, who was a Republican, is really interesting to me. Interesting to me. Um, I- but I, think I think my favorite. I, but he, but he, Oliphant was nice because he got along. He got along with everybody. You know, mm. he didn't. He uh, he was never. He was. He may not agree with you, but he was never ever mean about it. And you, so, you know what I think? It, it's kind of like um, comedians that roast people. Yeah. You know, and you if you go get roasted, you know you're going in to get bashed, but it's done. Take you. You know, these are your friends. They're doing this, and so it's like, yeah, your friends are ripping yeah. you. It's yes. like in your family; like everyone knows. Oh, here she goes. She's going in for that second slice of cake. Now, if somebody <laughs> else did it, it would be like, why are you being like that? Yeah, you're being right. rude. But listen, it, you're you're you. Good natured ribbing is good. I'm just saying. Oh, oh. <laughs> but come it's on, not. we. I think these, you know, the the cartoons and caricatures, um, but I just think it's so cool to see a caricature done in clay. Yes, you know? yes, yes, it is. Um, uh, we're, we're used to seeing impressive, you know, try to be lifelike sculpture uh, done in clay, and then, or, or as a, a precursor to being, uh, having a bronze made or something like it. But it's always very realistic. So this is sort of, this is off the cuff almost. Uh, I, I really, I really liked the, this particular clay of all offense. I, I, I love it. I, to me, it is my favorite out of them all. Though <laughs> I do, I do like the Teddy Roosevelt one. Um, but, but honestly, um, it is just my favorite because it's, it's different yeah. and fun. But I do want to see the. I would like to have seen Roosevelt looking like he's mew, a mewing cat. Honestly, come on, that would be fun to <laughs> yeah. see. But but the face that General Ford's happy, uh, you know that. Yeah, that but, probably it, but, but when you think about caricature art, how it was in newspapers and like cartoons, and it, it was when you go to museums now, and people used to cut out cartoons and keep them. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I would always go to the funnies because. Just that one chuckle of it, it just can make your day, you know, yeah, and right. you can go back to it. But when it was just newspapers, sometimes magazines too, right? But, and if you're into comics, like you'd buy things that were, oh, like Archie and Jughead or whatever, but Marvel Comics, look how big that is. But yeah. when you get, I mean, it was just almost like a, um, it's almost like streaming music now. Here's your song and now it's gone kind of thing. Instead of something being, it's like temporary art. Yet it wasn't really temporary, but if it was a newspaper, it was like here for the day and gone the next day. And to me, that was really always a difficult thing about the art that people do to make someone laugh through one or two or maybe six blocks if you're lucky, depending on the yeah. newspaper, yeah. there's another topic, Victoria, because it's, it's yeah. well, you have to do right. so much, you know? Yeah, you're and right. so the clay um, is, 
is there's more been, lasting. There's been some fabulous, fabulous cartoonists and um, both both uh, serial cartoonists and people who are political cartoonists. And um, I think they've come to realize that because so many of these, these folks now have saved their cartoons and they're turning them into books. So they aren't lost, you know, they, that people can, can go back and see what was done years before. So I've, I've been buying these books a lot because um, even, if, even if the topic is, is 20 years old or 30 years old, it's still funny because it, oh, yeah. it, it, it's human nature. They, they're usually, they're usually uh, pointing out the foibles of human, human nature to us. So well, it's, I, it's I even just that. like Mad Magazine. As a kid, yes. I didn't always get all the stuff that they were talking about. But you just even Biff Baff, boom, like that to me was just saying Biff Baff was funny. Just yeah. just even the sound effects that they have to create. Oh, Victoria, you have to do this as your next topic. Come <laughs> on. Come on. It's not it's huge character and, and cartoon art is so massive. You know, okay. and I just yeah, I know. I'm just like now I'm going. You well, know, we may have to like break it up. Side, we may have to break yeah. it up a little bit. I know. Here we go. So, that it topic gets, is so huge, and there's so many wonderful cartoonists that we might have to uh, make a series or something. Okay, I'm all good with that because it'll just make us <laughs> laugh. Okay, because it's so cool when you look at these, you know, these pieces. And but when you do think it, it's it's wonderful now about the books. But think about back in the day yeah. of how these had to be printed and are they going to be full color, black and white? How did, you know, all of that history of, you know, putting right. comedy in a block? Because, you know, especially yeah. back in the day when you were, you know, hand pressing, the hand yeah. press. And so you didn't have like, oh, here, let's just do this because of the actual physical labor of printing something. So I want to go to the very beginning. Like, I want the beginning of time. Like, how did, who made someone laugh in print first? Without well, all <laughs> these words, you know, just going biff baff. I want my biff baff. I don't know who said biff baff first, but anyway. I just, it's, especially, the, you know, like the far side is still funny to me. That's, I, you know, anyway. I, right, I, well, far side, yeah. yeah. yeah I, it's, it's just also, um because they knew it was temporary. Yeah. And especially at that time, you may have your original and keep it, but how did you even store it as an artist? How did you, you know, and and be able to also churn out so much so fast? I mean, that's why Sunday papers were yeah. such a big deal because somebody would work on that for so long. Anyway, I've yes. gone off topic, but listen, comedy and presidents go hand in hand, as far as I'm concerned. You know, it's well, so funny. And please don't anybody get mad at me because this is not a political, uh, I'm not being politically correct and I'm not being politically mean, but this is just what went through my brain. And I'm not, I'm not saying that Clinton was a good or a bad president, but it is funny because when I clicked on the photo, uh, the link to go to the digital art, of him, it goes uh -huh. Bill Clinton by Chuck Chase, two thousand six. Or yeah, they give the whole thing. They but they said the forty second pre president, and I went forty second. Like he was only in office for forty seconds. Sorry, <laughs> I, I just and that was exactly what went through my brain. I'm like, 
when did when was he only in office for 40 seconds i'm sorry that's really dumb but as soon as i said 40 seconds i was like what anyway sorry anyhow that's a good one that's a good one i know i thought it was pretty funny but i i'm not just don't send me the emails because i i just you know i i i I don't care, <laughs> you know, but it's just funny. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like the, the, the molecular man, the 32nd, yeah. you know, man or whatever, but this has been a fun conversation and a fun topic for sure to just look at, you know, yeah. the, in, in, in closing on this, I do want to say though, um, you, you make a, a interesting point at the end of your story. You talk about how back in the day, this was covered, you know, in, in federal funding, but now presidents have to get donors for their paintings or do, I mean, who does the, does the, you know, specific party, like if it's a Democrat, you know, president, like we've got Biden now. No, it's, so it's, it's, it's it? probably, there's probably a small number of people who uh, are wealthy, who voted for a particular president and they will say, we need to have a presidential portrait and they will, they will pony up uh, the money to have it done. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how long that's been because probably, probably early on, the, the president himself or his family had, you know, had the portrait painted. Mm. But, oh, I see. But, but now, see, there's there's sometimes a confusion between the National Portrait Gallery and then there's a there's a present there's a portrait gallery in the White House too, and mm. and the you know the, there's there's a portrait say president. President X has a portrait done, it goes to the National Gallery. President X has a portrait done, it goes to the White House. And there are a lot of portraits. Some are some are very formal, some are informal. Uh, there's a really nice one of George Bush who's kind of just sitting in his home and he's just he's wearing he's just in shirt sleeves and he's relaxed and it looks really great. And then there's another one where he's much more uh, formal and he's got a suit on and he's looking looking <laughs> stern, you know, where um, so every every president, I guess you know every president like all of us, we have different personas depending on where we are and what we're doing. Yeah. And so sometimes sometimes we look we look friendly, sometimes we uh, are kind of cranky looking, <laughs> and um, and it's the same way with the por the portraits. And I I think it's really neat to have so many because they give you an idea of what what that person's personality was really like. It's a day in the life. It's like the yeah. day in yeah. the life. Yeah. Now, you what, know, what was going on at the time they had their portrait meeting? Yeah. I mean, to me, well, look at, you know, courtroom artists, yeah. what they have to do. I mean, they're, I mean, that to me, yeah. that's still fascinating to me that we still have that with the sketching versus, yes. yeah. I mean, we have cameras now and film, but we still have that because, and there's something about catching the personal those emotion it's it, there's a there's an emotion yes. that happens with art and like you were saying about George Bush I think somebody should be doing a painting of him painting because he should be painting these presidential portraits he's good like he's an amazing yeah. artist you know yeah he just and there really is yeah. good yeah. yeah and what what you know you wonder sometimes what was going on nationally or internationally at the time somebody was having their portrait painted and just is that is what was happening around them in real life uh is that expressed in any way in their in their personality 
huh. uh, during during the time that their portrait was painted. So anyway, anyway, you you could if you wanted to study up on it, you could read read a lot into the portrait um, that might not be obvious uh, when you when you look at it the first time. I like going on the National Gallery uh, portrait uh, National excuse me, National Portrait Gallery's website because they give you a little history of the artist. Uh, they, they really, they do a good job telling you yes. who, and what, you know and where. Some, you know something, Lisa, we, we're talking about presidential portraits today, but the National Portrait Gallery has a lots more besides presidential portraits because they, they have portraits of anybody who's in the news, anybody who's well-known, anybody who's done anything in their lives that's worth talking about. Uh, they have portraits of much, much more than presidents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And, and, you know, and even when you were saying about what was going on in that day with the president, like, I mean, would there be a painting of like JFK during the Bay of the Pigs? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what was going yeah. on at that time? You know, it's just so fascinating to me. And, and I wonder if that's why like pastels became such a big deal that you could, there was such a, you could do more, you know, with pastel quickly. Like what, isn't that kind of what they use in courtroom drawings? It's like a, it's like a pet, like charcoal, maybe. I don't know what they're using. They don't seem to have that much color to them. No, in a, no. In a courtroom. Yeah, they don't. Huh. And they're then using, they have they're the, using pretty, uh, I, pretty basic uh, art materials, pretty basic stuff because they yeah, work so fast. Yeah, it's like the people that do the criminal pictures, like the mock-ups. Like when someone tells them, "This is what this guy did, and he made me look like this." Yeah, and they draw according to what the yeah. victim or the witness yeah. saw. That wow, that's a different that's a different kind because they're trying to trying to get a facsimile of what somebody actually you know looked like, and it, it's like a mugshot. Right, <laughs> and and the courtroom artist is is more trying to capture emotion, I think, mm. um, because usually you usually have somebody there who's a sketch artist because the the, the trial is very dramatic or the, the crime is very dramatic and so they and so they're more they're looser usually than the uh, police artist work see we got another topic law and order Art oh gosh and law. <laughs> i know she's gonna like i'm not coming back on her show here's 10 I, more I hope topics. you're writing these down <laughs> i know right really really it, it's, it's, i know for sure uh, victoria always a pleasure i mean we always learn so much i mean but it's just it, it's never ending I mean, it's just, you know, art is, I think you make art history fun, you know, yeah, because I hope you, know, so. you, you hear the term art history and you're all like, oh God, I have to sit and be lectured to. <laughs> and it's not, it's, it's, it's really, it is gossip and how yeah. gossip was portrayed at the time, but it, it always blows my mind of how, you know, how art really tells the time tells time tells the sign of the times what was going on and so does music and, and literature the arts um you know we've got to take care of our arts and fund them where we can uh, it's so important that we you know do that to preserve the history and you know help the present time to educate and to understand and then we look at the future and art will always dictate what has happened and interpret i should say not dictate interprets so it's yes. uh, it's awesome, yeah. everyone. Victoria, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear, I'm, I'm glad to hear you saying that because this is sort of what I'm always parroting, <laughs> and um, and I always like to hear somebody else um, 
express it. So yeah, thank it's you. true. I mean, it's it's true, and I know what you're doing with the museum in in Silver City is huge. It's a huge endeavor to go. Oh, now I'm not just going to do a little museum on the side. This is a fine art museum, and that is yeah. like that's that that become that's a big deal, and I think it's really going to be huge for Silver City, but also for the state. Uh, you know, New Mexico has the New Mexico True motto. Uh, yeah. It is a land of enchantment. The arts is so huge in New Mexico. It, it's it's massive. And you've got Taos, you've got Santa Fe, obviously, Albuquerque, and Tab Silver City really flourish with the arts, too. It, it just, um, it makes the state stronger. It makes the, the immediate community stronger, but also the surrounding region. So um, I power to yes, you with what absolutely. you're doing. Yeah, it's it's important. So again, everyone, VictoriaChick.com is a website to keep up with Victoria. She is here every third Saturday, so keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. And her article, again, so you can click through to the um, images, uh, is on BlendRadioAndTV.com. Just type in the search box, Presidential Portrait, and you'll see it. Thanks so much, Victoria. Have a good rest of the weekend. Thank you, Lisa. And tell, tell Nancy hi for me. Oh, she says hi. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Okay.